Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 16 of the Well Done Life podcast. Hi, I'm Pamela Davis, and welcome back to episode 16 of the Well Done Life podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys on a Wednesday night at 10.56 p.m. And if you're joining the Well Done Life podcast for the first time, welcome. You've joined at the right time. This is a podcast set up for helping everyone learn to better share their experiences so that we can all grow and live our best lives. That's really it in a nutshell. I've been sharing my story since the podcast just started, and eventually, as we go along the journey, I'll bring in guests and share different tips and stories and experiences, and hopefully share some of your experiences so that we can all get better. Life is not that complex, and really nobody has it all down, but the key to it all I'm learning um, is sharing. So I wanted to take this time to share some things that were in my heart and look forward to learning and sharing more with you. So like I said, we're recording tonight on a Wednesday. That's kind of different for me, but I was inspired, so I wanted to go ahead and jump on. Plus, it is Mother's Day this weekend, so I do want to try to spend a little bit of time with my mom. Maybe past the social distancing, she'll let me give her a hug for Mother's Day, but we'll see. But anywho, like I was saying, I was kind of inspired uh, today because I wanted to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. As I have gotten older, um, I'm not that old, but I am a lovely 47 and very proud of it, I've learned that one of the key things to me being happy is being able to maintain my peace, to be able to really maintain my energy and just guard it fiercely. I think that's just one of the things that you have to do. So if people who know me have heard me say this many times, I say it at work all the time, that one of the key things that I am trying to do is make sure that I maintain my moisture. I am trying to stay moisturized, peaceful, and blessed. I've seen lots of t-shirts talking about people drinking their water, trying to stay hydrated. Yes, I'm trying to stay hydrated and moisturized. And when I talk about that, I literally am talking about making sure that I am not allowing certain people, certain situations to come into my life and rob me of my moisture, my lovely, dewy, youthful appearance. Because I'm 47, but honey, I don't look 47. And one of the keys to that is definitely making sure that I learn and implement not letting anyone steal my joy. And don't get me wrong. I don't think that that is something that people really intend to do. I don't think anyone intends to be, place them in a situation, place themselves in a situation that will steal their joy. But all too often, especially with everything going on in the world as we continue to evolve through all these many different layers, there becomes this attack that you could say on you by other people, especially as you're trying to grow and evolve. Because growth and evolution makes people uncomfortable when they're not willing to do that work themselves. And a lot of times we wind up in situations either at work or with friends um, where we may be in different places in our lives and people don't always have your best interest at heart. And I know that that probably sounds you know hard to believe because we all would love to believe that everyone that we associate with 
in a professional or even in a personal manner has our best interest at heart because, you know, we're good judges of character. But even with that, even with our great judgment and characters, there are things that will occur at times in everyone's life that will make them question themselves. And a lot of times when you start questioning yourself, you start to uncover different aspects of your personality, different aspects of your journey that you're not happy about. And a lot of times you either deal with it through counseling and through self-reflection and growth and admittance, or you don't deal with it and then you wind up projecting your fears and your insecurities on other people. And that in turn can create that energy vampire that situation where people, they're saying one thing to your face, but they're feeling another way behind your back and they're just robbing you emotionally or gaslighting you. There's just so many different things that it can manifest itself in. So I wanted to talk about it because that was something that I have really had to learn. And I am very grateful that at the age of 47, I am a lot more confident in the woman that I am and where I am in my life, where I am able to clearly recognize when there may be vampire energy draining situations or people around me, and I've learned how to move through it. Now, don't get me wrong. Let me definitely preface this before I start talking about what I've done to get to this point, all of that. This is a journey that is continuing. Like this stuff takes growth every day. Like there is no perfect way to be always on top of it. It's just right now I'm at a really good phase. So I'm acknowledging it. I'm being grateful for it. But at the same time, it's something that I constantly have to keep evolving and thinking about because life keeps happening. People will come in and out of your life. Situations change. You can't get comfortable in your perspective. So you always have to be alert that something can come around you that can damage your energy or or jeopardize your energy. Let me say that. So I'm very grateful to be there, but it took a lot of work. It took a lot of books. It took a lot of counseling to get there. And, and I'm an advocate for counseling. I've mentioned it before in several other episodes, including I talked about it last week in my anxiety episode. I went to counseling. I went to counseling because I was broken after my father passed away and I had to go because it was either go to counseling or I'm possibly going to look at harming myself. And so I made the conscious choice that I could not do that and I had to live a better life. So I went to counseling. And was I embarrassed by it? No, because unfortunately, like I said, I had waited so far where I was just desperate for someone to help me work through my issues so that I could be better. So I don't want you to feel that way, but I still recommend having a counselor, having someone who doesn't necessarily know you so that you can talk to them. Because God knows we love talking to my friends. I do. I have a beautiful set of friends and I feel blessed to be around them, to have them in my life. But unfortunately, not everyone can carry the brunt of what you are going through internally, and they cannot give you the guidance that you need because they've never walked in your shoes or 
they're not able to clearly look at your situation because they're tied to you emotionally. If they're your real friends, they love you. They have your back. They want the best for you. So they may not also be able to tell you when you're wrong 100% of the time, but at the same time, they can they can give you that love that you need. So it's 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 hard, but just understand. It doesn't mean that you don't have a good circle around you or that you should be embarrassed by going to counseling. It's just you're making the choice to have someone who's neutral. And in certain situations, especially as you're trying to make decisions or learn how to make decisions on how to better live your life so that you're happy, you have to have someone who's neutral. So I had a neutral party. And when I went to that neutral party, they definitely were able to give me tips and suggestions on how to better use my discernment, how to tap more into my confidence, to know that I know when certain situations or people don't benefit me. And that definitely helped. But one book in particular that I read while I was going to counseling and learning all those tips that really helped change the game for me was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And if you've never read that book, it's a short read, But essentially what the book says is that there are four basic agreements that will change your life if you're able to understand them and be able to master their concepts and how they apply to your life. And literally the four agreements are um, don't take anything personally, which is really, really challenging for most of the people in, in the world. Be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. And there are different varying levels of thought behind each of them. But being impeccable with your word just essentially means that you should feel confident enough to be able to say what you mean and to mean what you say. And because a lot of times, especially when we're dealing with people who are possibly challenging our moisture or dealing with even challenging situations at work, we suppress what we really want to say because we're trying to be neutral or we're trying to not be confrontational or we're trying to make sure that you know we're playing the game and just being balanced in our wording but a lot of times when we do that we misconstrue the message and we should have just been clear not mean but clear about what we want, what we expect, what we won't tolerate, so that there's no misunderstandings. And it does tie into the other agreement of don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. It all kind of intertwines everything. And it even overlays into always do your best. But be impeccable with your word is the first assumption. Then it goes into don't take anything personally. That was one of the hardest agreements for me because I do tend to be a very sensitive person and I've always been sensitive even as a child. I think back to when I was younger in middle school and um, elementary school, I always struggled with uh, criticism and I always strive to try to do my best to the point where I was obsessive and I would take a lot onto myself to try to make sure that I exceeded and exceeded expectations because I didn't want to cause any problems. But that is not the key to living your best. And I was 
training myself, even from a young age, to just take every, be careful with feedback, to always try to go above and beyond so that I didn't wind up getting my feelings hurt because I took things personally. And as I've gotten older, I had to learn that not everyone is going to like you. Not everything that you do is going to be accepted. Not everything that you do is going to be perfect. And that's okay. That's what life is about, making mistakes and understanding it. And if someone corrects you, it doesn't mean that they hate you. It just means that they are giving you feedback to help you grow. And obviously, you can be skeptical about where that feedback may be coming from, but understand that that feedback is being given to you because that's based upon that particular person's assessment of how things are. And you can't take that personally because you can't alter or judge someone else's perception of you. As long as you know where your intentions are and you know who you are, what someone else thinks about you is irrelevant. And like I said, it was one of the hardest agreements to really take in, but it is one of the most freeing because if you think about it, as we're all going through life, every action that we make is judged. Everyone has a perception of how we should do things from how we wear our clothes to how we act to how we do our jobs to who we love. There's just always a perception. And at some point in time, we have to own ourselves enough that we free ourselves from other people's expectations and perceptions of us because you can't change that. And why are you giving power to something that you can't change? And that, again, leads into another assumption about don't make assumptions. Knowing that you can't change someone else's perception of you, knowing that you can't take that personally, don't make assumptions when someone comes to you to give you feedback about something or to share something with you or to do something that is going to be always good. Or don't make assumptions that it's always going to be bad. Be open to the moment, understanding that you are fully equipped to handle however this person approaches you with the best of intentions because you are not holding on to someone's thoughts of you in order for you to get better. I know that was a lot, but let me rephrase it. Not not making assumptions when you're dealing with people will allow you to be free on all levels because you understand that when someone gives you feedback or someone does something or says something, it's not about you, it's about them. So you can't make assumptions based upon what they do because you can't control it. That probably sounded a little bit clearer. But it all, again, as you can see, be impeccable with your words. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. They all tie together. And then the last agreement is always do your best. And I love this one because, again, like I mentioned before, I used to put so much pressure on myself when I was younger, and I still put pressure on myself now when I work. I think about it, I always try to work at a level of excellence, and I think part of that is because as a black woman, I feel the pressure to be exceptional. I don't feel like I can be average because I feel like there's this perception already that I'm trying to combat as a black woman. And so I always make sure that I try to give my best in every situation, especially on a personal level. And 
I had to understand that at certain points in time, my best is going to change. It's not always going to be on level 110 based upon how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, because I'm also balancing a life. I'm balancing my time and my energy. And your level of output is dependent on how you're feeling. And being able to give yourself grace when you're not feeling 100% and understand that your levels will change, but you will always try to do your best no matter what the level of outcome really is. So that's kind of like the four agreements in a nutshell. And those are really critical for me in regards to being able to keep my moisture because I can't allow anyone or anything to come into my life to rob that from me because I have given myself that grace and that feeling based upon these agreements to understand like, wow, you know, life is not as complex as I've made it out to be all these years. It really is simple, but it was all based upon how I was thinking about it. So I I do, I really look at the four agreements as being that turning point for me. And like I mentioned before, It's not something like, ooh, I read this and all of a sudden like magic happened and the world changed. No, this is a constant battle. And I will post the agreement sometimes to remind myself when I'm going through a challenging moment or I love uh, listening to it on Audible and I actually will replay it. It had gotten to a point for a while when I was really, really struggling with trying to balance out my energy and how I was feeling feeling about things where I was listening to the four agreements once a quarter because I constantly needed to feed myself with that type of positivity, that type of clarity in order for me to move forward because I was just so hungry to make sure that I was living my life differently. And it is something that I feel very fortunate about. I have friends in my life who I can share these thoughts with and who have the same type of understanding of the power of the agreements and that the power of being intentional and positive thinking so that they're, cause they're on the same journey. They're trying to value and guard their energy as well. I mean, again, I'm making light by saying about protecting your moisture and talking about, you know, making sure we keep this youthful dewy appearance, but it really is true. There's just so much going on that can weigh you down. I mean, we're dealing with the coronavirus. We're all working from home or we're losing jobs or being furloughed or having pay cuts. We're worried about our families and our friends. We're looking, we're in a political season. That's always a stressful time. And then like now we're talking about a a shooting of an innocent black man, Amon Arbery. And I apologize if I didn't say his name correctly. And having that video of his death strong across the internet and social media, there's just so much things, so many things being thrown at us that can chip into our energy, chip into our peace. At points in our lives, that's when we really, this time in particular, really have to be very focused and diligent about protecting our moisture, about protecting our energy and our heart because we need it. This is a time of healing. This is a time of trying to be focused for us so that we can get better and move past this difficult journey. And all of these things come in, they damage your energy, 
shock and trauma affect your body just like anything else, just like a sickness, if not worse. So you don't want to have that feeding into your psyche, into your soul, because it can affect you and it will affect you. So it's just so important to maintain your moisture. It really is. And to guard your energy about what you're looking at, what you're consuming, who you're talking to, because you want to make sure that you're preserving your energy so that you can go out here and live your best life. So I wanted to hop on and talk about that because, again, like I said, it was just something in my spirit. Um, I've had some experiences today and just things that I've been seeing. So I wanted to make sure I shared that I'm trying to maintain my moisture and I want you to maintain your moisture as well. I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week. And if you like this podcast, please feel free to share it as well as to subscribe. You can find me on all the major uh, podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, as well as I'll put all of my social media um, handles inside of my show notes. But if you want to email me, you can reach out to me at thewelldonelife at gmail.com, as well as you can hit me up on Twitter at I am Pamela L. Davis, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Pamela Davis. So again, I just wanted to kind of pop in and check in and share this with you because like I said, with everything going on, I want to make sure that you're doing what's necessary to protect your energy, to guard your moisture. I also want to take a moment to say thank you again to all the first responders out there. Thank you for doing everything that you're doing and sacrificing for us to make sure that we're well taken care of because I'm making it a habit until we're back to normal. I'm going to continue to give you your flowers because you deserve it. And then I want to give my flowers to you guys. I really appreciated watching my downloads and everything grow. Full transparency, we're finally in triple digits for downloads. And I know that that probably sounds small to you guys, but just for me to be able to know that I'm over well over 100 downloads, I think I'm actually a little over two, that makes me so excited. Um, I just started this not too long ago. This just went live in February, so I truly believe that we're going to continue to build, and that's what this is about for me. I want to build a group. I want to build a community of following, so I take every milestone and celebrate that, and I want to say thank you guys for rocking with me, and I am praying for you all. I Please protect your energy. Take care of yourselves. It's hard out here, and I want you living your best life. Maintain your moisture. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye.